Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, September 28th, 2020. What's going on? How are ya? How's it going? Oh, Billy Tired Voice. I did 10 shows this week. Two Tuesday, two Wednesday, two Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday. Say! And I got today off, Sunday, recording this thing. At, uh, during halftime. Oh, third quarter just started. Seattle versus Dallas. You already know this game's fucking over. I knew this game was over in the end of the second quarter, and now they just fucking took the ball away from the Dallas Cowboys. Russell Wilson, arguably the best quarterback in the league, but he's, you know, undersized, and he plays all the way up there in Seattle, so he doesn't get any love, you know? All they care about it, Seattle is grunge music and fucking... Those guys throwing the fish, you know, that's all. That's what the global media, I mean, well, the national media cares about Seattle. You know, you got to give it up to Pete Carroll, though, man. For as cloudy as it is up there, man, that guy somehow keeps that copper tone tan going. He's, he's going to be 70 fucking years old. He has that Dick Clark gene. He looks great. Touchdown, Seattle. There you go. There you go. I've been watching this game. I missed the Pats game because I was traveling. From Connecticut, drove down south, so I missed the whole fucking game, um, which sucks. But I will tell you this, man. I've been watching this. I watched the end of uh, the Bears' comeback against uh, Atlanta. And uh, in what world is a Super Bowl-winning quarterback a backup fucking quarterback to Mitch Tabritsky? I'm not shitting on him, but I'm just saying. You got Nick Foles sitting there. I mean, the guy... Beat Belichick and Brady in a Super Bowl. You know? What are we doing here? He went down to Jacksonville. I know he got hurt, but what the fuck? This guy's a winner, man. So he went in there and scored fucking three touchdowns unanswered and kept the Chicago Bears undefeated. Shout out to Atlanta Falcons fans. How many fucking leads? It's becoming their identity down there. They got to somehow turn it around. You know, no one likes to see that type of shit happen. Obviously, I enjoyed it when it happened when the Patriots were playing them. But in general, you know, you got to feel for those fans. No wonder they're pumping in fucking crowd noises down there. (laughs) But anyways, getting to what I really wanted to talk about here is how many fucking times... Is a wide receiver, a running back, a kick returner, or whatever, going to think they have a touchdown and not secure the football, only to have it punched out of their fucking hands into the back of the end zone? It happened again. There's entire YouTube videos about people celebrating too soon. You would think with the shame that's out there, trying not to get added to that video, you would think this guy in Seattle wouldn't, what was it, number 14, wouldn't do that shit. I shouldn't say the guy's number because I don't remember who it was. I don't get fucking, I want to make sure I get the right guy. I want to be on the right side of history on this one. Um, I mean, you look at NBA players, they've seen enough shit on Instagram of what happens when you get dunked on. Now, anytime anybody goes up to dunk, everybody runs out of the fucking painted area. You know, but for some reason, these goddamn football players, I don't know what it is. They start slowing down. They drop the ball. They hold it out. They're looking for them. You know, 
They're watching their highlight live on the fucking giant replay screen, whatever the fuck you call it, the flat screen TV that they got at Radio Shack or whatever. Um, how many fucking times? I wonder if quarterbacks talk about that. I bet they all have that story. You know, I was going to win this fucking game, and I, I, I threw a 50-yard bomb, caught this guy in stride. Oh, great, you win the game. No, the fucking idiot stuck the ball out and started doing the fucking Macarena or whatever on the three-yard line. And then the dude who he burned just kept running and slapped it out of his fucking hand. You know, they go, I hate when that happens. I hate when that happens. Jesus Christ. The fuck are people thinking? Russell Wilson, man. I didn't realize, you know, he's some of those guys you just take for granted. How well he throws the deep ball. Last last week when he beat my Patriots, they said uh, he throws the best deep ball in the league. He compared it to, you know, dropping it down the bucket or some shit like that. And I'm watching this Cowboys game, and he's just, the, he doesn't miss. The fucking guy does not miss. It's amazing. I think, you know, because he lives up there, and he's also, you know, he's only like six feet, six feet one, six foot one. They, they don't, they just, they don't look like a quarterback. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's try to gas up uh, this other guy over here. So we got a football QB controversy brewing in Chicago. Mitchell Trubisky taken out of the game, I believe. And they bring in Nick Foles. The fuck were they thinking? Wasn't he the fucking MVP? I got to look this shit up now. I got to look. Nick Foles, Super Bowl... MVP, there it is. After Carson Wentz was injured late in the regular season, I remember that, that happened against the Rams. Foles, I believe, Foles led the Eagles to the franchise, first, third Super Bowl appearance. They defeated the New England Patriots in Super Bowl 52 for their first Super Bowl time, with Foles being named the game's MVP. Just out of here in defense of this, let's just look up a list of Super Bowl MVPs. Super Bowl MVP history. Let's see if there's any bums in there. All right, what are we doing here? Super Bowl MVPs. Come on. Bart Starr, Hall of Famer. Bart Starr, Hall of Famer. Super Bowl three. I'm going right here. Joe Namath, Hall of Famer. Len Dawson, Hall of Famer. Chuck Howley, Hall of Famer. Roger Starbeck, Hall of Famer. Jake Scott, not a Hall of Famer. I don't believe. He might be. Larry Zonka, Hall of Famer. Franco Harris, Hall of Famer. Lynn Swan, Swan, Hall of Famer. Fred Belitnikoff, Harvey Martin, Terry Bradshaw, Terry Bradshaw, Jim Plunkett, Joe Montana, John Riggins, Marcus Allen, Joe Montana, Richard Dent, Phil Sims, Doug Williams, Jerry Rice, Joe Montana. Listen to these fucking names. And Nick Foles can walk up to all of these guys and be like, yeah, I did that too. Joe Montana, Otis Anderson, Mark Rippian. Mark Rippian, I, I don't know. Otis Anderson was a great player. He just played with the fucking Cardinals, so nobody knew it. Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, Steve Young, Larry Brown, Desmond Howard, Terrell Davis, John Elway, Kurt Warner, Ray, Uncle Ray, Ray Lewis, Tom Brady, Dexter Jackson. All right, there's a few in here where you're like, oh, who? Dexter Jackson. This is when I really was doing a lot of stand-up, so I don't want to disrespect anybody. He had two first-half interceptions. 
All right. Larry Brown had two interceptions for the Cowboys. Super Bowl 30. Um, Heinz Ward, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning. First two brothers ever to do it. Santonio Holmes, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Eli Manning, two-time Super Bowl MVP, Joe Flacco. Malcolm Smith, he had an interception for a touchdown, a fumble recovery, and 10 tackles. Well, there you go. He fucking earned that. Tom Brady, Vaughn Miller, Tom Brady, three-time Super Bowl MVP. Nick Foles, Julian Edelman, Patrick Mahomes. Okay, I don't know about you guys. I was pretty impressed with that list. <laughs> I think I'd be starting that guy. Um, anyway, hey, Pats fans, are you guys uh, you getting concerned about these Buffalo Bills? The fuck is going on out there after years of ineptitude? So let's look up this Josh Allen guy, see what the fuck he did today. I swear to God, I'm going to start getting into fantasy football because this is the only way I can keep up on the stats. You go to that goddamn CBS Sports, they say they're going to have the fucking stats. Stats are nowhere to be found, or at least I can't find them. Today, he had 363 and a half yards. What the fuck does that mean? How do you have 363 and a half yards? Okay, he had 727 yards in the first two weeks. What the fuck did he do this week? Please, can't they just, can't these fucking nerds just post this shit? What is stopping them? All right, I give up. I give up. I don't know why this is so fucking difficult. You know, but you know what it is? Because I want it, I want it like literally 10 minutes after the fucking game ended. Maybe that's what it is. I have no idea. All right. Anyway, I want to thank everybody who came out to my shows this week. 10 glorious shows. And I went from a rusty comic to I got a legit ovation, I felt, after my second show last night where I was just, I was riffing, I was doing my act, I was fucking, you know, messing with people driving by in cars, you know. I was doing this farm and this guy kept driving by, beep, 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 as he went by, thinking he was fucking up the show, he was helping me out, so shout out to him. I got to give a shout out to Pig Candy. This is the stuff you didn't know that you need in your lo- <laughs> you didn't know that you needed in your life. Um, pig candy recipes. Uh, it's like pigcandy.com or something like that. They just made this amazing. I can't even. It's like sweet and savory fucking bacon. It was insane. Um, but uh, we were in. I don't even know where that. We were in Morris, Connecticut, which had the best setup. Since I've been doing parking lots, um, it just was like everybody was clearly separated. They marked a box where you had to sit. And um, and even one show, these fucking idiots weren't sitting in the box. It's hilarious. It's like literally I was joking. I was like the answer to the test is right at your feet and you still fucked it up. So um, I did I think six shows there. Two in a strip of grass behind a fucking motel where I was looking at a U-Haul parked. And then to my right was a split entry with a brand new roof and these just old shutters on it. And then I was, yeah, then I was on some sort of cow farm. Hey, do you know, did you notice whenever somebody calls for a fair catch, like you're supposed to give them a certain amount of space? 
They never do it, and they never call that penalty. I don't know why. Um, and now I'm down here in New Jersey. Uh, I will tell you this, man. I fell in love with Connecticut as far as I was. I rented a house in the middle of nowhere out in this farm country and all that shit and um, had my family out there. My relatives, everybody got tested, came down, saw my daughter and my new baby boy. It was awesome. And um, I don't know. Oh, man, how good, how good does a new fucking Bronco look? Jesus Christ, that's a good-looking truck. Um, anyway, um, we were just in the middle of fucking nowhere. And I don't know. I was just like, I could fucking, and I say that a lot. Like, oh, I could live here. Like, I could legit live there. Um, I don't know what the travel situation was. Guess I could have flown out of fucking Hartford or some shit. But um, as far as like, I've just been living in cities for so goddamn long. Um, and even when I lived in the suburbs when I was a kid, you know, we didn't have the kind of space that they had out there because it was pretty much just like farmland. And what I loved, I was like, man, I could live here. And the only reason why I would need a drum room is because a soundproof room is just because of the people I live with not wanting to listen to me banging on the fucking drums. But like if I was by myself, this is so secluded, I could just fucking, I could just put them, have them in my living room. (laughs) And, um... I always feel like as much as I love L.A., and I do love L.A., the thing about it, I just always feel like when I'm outside, everyone, my neighbors can hear my conversation. It's just everybody's on top of each other. You know, you you pay for it when you live in the city. All of those great restaurants, all of those bands that are now going to come through, anything that you're into, sports teams, anything you want to do, you can do there. But the price that you pay is you don't have any sort of... um, privacy um and shit is cost a zillion dollars and and like you know some of these fucking homes i'm just looking like the home we rented i think was up for sale and um you know just the property that it was on and how big it was the seclusion of it i mean i don't know if you could even find that in la like i don't even you're talking like Eight figures. And this thing was a reasonably, wasn't cheap, but it was reasonable. So, um, but the thing is, is I feel like I could go out there and be happy. But then, like, I also get to leave and go on the road and then, you know, get to do shows in Chicago and all, L.A. and all these cool fucking cities. And but would my family be going fucking crazy in the middle of fucking nowhere? Um, so, you know, I don't know. I don't know, but I will tell you that I, oh my God, I fucking loved it. I really, really loved it. Uh, I would probably go nuts after a while because I don't know, what would, what would my act become? Because so much of my act is just interacting with people and saying something stupid or they say something stupid and out there it's just like nobody, I, I would start doing fucking jokes about the voice in my head. Um, but anyway, um, and then last night, we did we did one night behind the motel, three nights the farm in Morris, Connecticut, and then we were in Ridgefield 
Connecticut last night, and we did two shows under a tent that was open on the side. And uh, I had a fucking great, and like this, Ridgefield's just like, I don't even, I don't even know, it was like, this beautiful little town. The fucking police station, I was joking, it looked like an old church. <laughs> we saw these police cars racing by, and I was like, what, did somebody tip over a cow? Like, what's going on out there? I mean, I know they probably have some sort of shit going on out there. But um, my whole career, like, Connecticut was something I drove through on my way down to New York. I mean, I did some stuff up there, but I did most of it. Most of the things that I did were, were like in Hartford or New Haven, you know, it was stuff like that. So to me, when I picture Connecticut, I picture the 84, whatever the hell it is, or being on uh, 95, driving up to Boston. I'd never gotten off and ventured, you know, five, 10 miles away from the highway. It is like fucking it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful state. Fucking God's country. And they were wearing, wearing masks up there. And now I'm down here near the Jersey Shore, and this seems to be predominantly no mask. So we all have to be careful here because people are choosing to think that it's not a big deal or it's over or whatever fucking thing that they're doing I don't, I don't know i don't even i don't even give a shit anymore i literally think that everybody in the world right now at least in this country is just acting on information that they looked up so there is no like mainstream news anymore there is there's nothing there's nothing and what it is is you is you have the internet that has all the answers but most of them are wrong, right? Like trying to find the right answer. Like I, I learned that, you know, when I was trying to learn how to eat well and trying to find the right answers. It's just like the people who are lying to you and putting sugar and all this fucking horrible shit. I mean, the fact that these fucking people that feed their own countrymen pay lobbyists to go there so they don't actually have to tell you what the fuck they're putting in the food because people are now starting to get educated about what it's doing to their bodies and maybe even causing cancers and shit. The fact that, like, <laughs> you have a better chance as a comedian doing a fucking joke of getting in trouble than these fucking assholes. So try, just trying to find out the answers that way about nutrition. And then you, you add it to the fact that, like, you now have, like, morons. You know, Do you remember back in the day... The, the card catalog in the, uh, the library. You'd go into the library. When I was a kid, that's where all the answers were, was in the library. Unless you had a little bit of money and you bought a set of encyclopedias or some shit, right? You'd go to the library, right? And all the answers to the questions that you had were in there, okay? But you had to know how to use the card catalog. So if you were a moron, you couldn't get to the answers. Like me, I could never get to the I'd have to try and find a librarian to help me out. I could never figure out the Dewey Decimal System. It took me forever to fucking read. I, I, I wasn't worthy of an answer. I was too stupid. But what the internet did was it got rid of all of that. And not only does it now allow a dummy like me 
to be able to just ask a question and get an answer. It also allows dumb people to provide other answers that are incorrect, which is how we somehow went from thinking the world was flat to then understanding it was round to now a certain segment thinking that it's flat again. These are the people who back in the day, they wouldn't go to the library because they'd be like me and they'd go to the card catalog and they couldn't figure it out and they'd be frustrated and that would be it. And then they would leave. But now they can go on the internet. As I always say, they go to omright.com. It backs up everything that they're thinking. And then they can get in chat rooms and find other like-minded dopes. (laughs) They can all agree upon it. And then it becomes a movement. Do you remember that guy I was talking about a little while ago? He died. He had an experimental aircraft that he, that he made, and he went up, he shot a rocket. He shot himself up in it, and when it came back down, unfortunately, the parachute didn't come out, and the guy died. And everyone initially was laughing, and I'm thinking he was a flat earther, but from what I read, now this might not even be true, but from what I read, he was just pretending to be a flat earther so he could get their money so he could build his fucking rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Try it out. I mean, it is just a, uh, it is a fucking crazy goddamn time. I don't even know, I don't know what's going on, but I feel like I'm navigating it in a much more intelligent way as a moron. I am because now I just, I'm trying, I don't engage with people. It's like when I was out doing that Chappelle gig and I ran to that guy in Yellow Springs and he wasn't wearing a mask. And I said, you guys don't wear masks out here? And he's like, no, I don't. I go, oh, you know, I choose to listen to the CDC. And then he goes, well, you know, I could find you just as much scientific information, information from scientists that say it's actually not healthy to wear a mask or whatever. It's not doing anything to wear a mask. And I just said, hey, agree agree to disagree. What am I going to do? Am I going to try to win this fucking argument outside a goddamn, you know, laundromat? Don't wear a mask. I'm going to wear a mask and I'm going to fucking stay away from you. And then you can continue to fucking do whatever it is. You're doing the Cowboys with a big completion, Dak Prescott. Um, so, oh, by the way, I was watching the NFL Network, right? When the fuck did they start with this explosive play thing? Why do they always do that shit? You know, it's, it's just football. Just stick with what the fuck we're talking about. It, I was joking about that the other night on stage. Remember for a while there where they were just, all of a sudden for a few seasons, offsides became encroachment. Um, it's like, stop trying to sound smart, okay? You don't have to make this some MIT shit or trying to overhype shit that we've already seen. An explosive play. You mean a big gain? You know, this, this, this team gives up uh, a lot of big games. And then now, now they're switching it up being like, uh, well, this team has more explosive plays than the other team. Okay, right off the bat, that's just a dumb stat. If you're just going to have that stat by itself and you're not going to look at their schedule and see who they played, it'd be like, this team comes back a lot and yet they play the Falcons twice a year. <laughs> Sorry, Atlanta. Yeah, you got to look at the goddamn schedule. Touchdown, Cowboys. It was 30 to 15. Let's see if they can fucking not have an extra point blocked here. Um, 
Anyway, but I haven't been having a great time up here doing these shows. I want to thank everybody, all the fucking hardcore fans that went out, got their temperature taken, put a mask on, did everything you had to do. Um, We had safe shows, hopefully. And I want to thank all you guys for coming out. I had so much damn fun um, shaking the rust off and becoming a goddamn comedian again. It was, it was, uh, it's been a great thing. So I got three days here in Jersey and then the tour is over. Um, You know, and it's also been fun to do the road and bring my whole family with me. Uh, My son's doing great. He can now turn over anytime he wants to. And now what I do is I just stick something in front of him that's a little bit out of his reach, and he's making all these noises. It's funny. He flattens himself out. He's trying to figure out how to get over to the thing. And, uh, but now he's, he's kind of come up on his knees, and he's, he's starting to do that thing, you know, where they just rock back and forth. They don't understand why they're not making any head wave. <laughs> it's adorable. But... Um, and then my daughter loves him to death, and he's totally fascinated with her. So I'm kind of living the perfect life right now. So all I need is these scientists who I believe in um, to come up with some sort of vaccine that other people have the balls to take that burns this thing out. That's what I'm hoping. Sorry, try to yawn off mic. Um, hey, what is, are there any suggestions for the uh, Washington, the former, formerly known as the Redskins? Um, Washington Redskins new name. Let's see. What's it going to be? Confirm the new name. I was just joking with Keith Robinson. We were fucking trashing D.C. We were like, all right, what would you call the Washington D.C. profilers? The Marion Barrys. Uh, Washington NFL's team has confirmed that they will call themselves Washington football team effective immediately. The name is not a final blah, 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 blah. Native groups, Native American groups, blah, 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 blah. What was the new name? All right, I got to have suggestions here. Red Redskins new name list. All right, what are they going with? A comprehensive list of potential new Redskin names. Let's see here. Starting fresh, the Red Hawks. Well, is that a real bird? Unlike the fucking Seahawks. It's so funny. Barstool Sports was talking about last week how the Seahawks is it's not even a real thing, evidently. I think that's what they were doing. I don't know. I watched so much shit. I believe it that came from them. For years, I've been looking it up, trying to find out what a fucking Seahawk was, and I couldn't find one. I went on YouTube, and I did the usual Seahawk verse, and they would just come up with the football team. I was like, you know, Seahawk versus Fish. Chicken Hawk, Rhode Island Red. All right, the Red Tails. They're going to try to stick with Red. Oh, the Red Tails, oh, with an airplane? That's not bad. The Red Hogs. Uh, it's a little bit like Arkansas. The Red Wolves. This can't be right. That is a Native American with a fucking wolf on his own head. The pigskins. The soldier theme warrior. The generals. The renegades. 
These all sound like them the fucking USFL, the Braves, the Federals. The Washington Federals used to be a USFL team. How about the Federal Reserves? No? Um, the Griffins? Not so serious suggestion. All right, I'm done. Oh, that's oh, I think that was I think that whole website was a joke. I have no idea what they're going to fucking call them. Uh, I'm trying to think of what makes Washington D.C. unique. You know, like what are they known for? But you don't want to do that, like the Boston clam chowder. Um, do you realize how many times I've had clam chowder in my life? Maybe six. I always thought it looked like fucking somebody spit it up back into the bowl. <laughs> And then when you had Manhattan clam chowder, you know, and they put a little tomato sauce in there, then it looked like, you know, some Wall Street guy under stress shitted out his ass. You got blood in your stool, buddy. I'm sorry. But, you know, a friend of ours made clam chowder this week when I was up in Connecticut. It was absolutely delicious, but I was never into it. Now I kind of love it. But I'm still a fucking German-Irish guy. So what I do love about it is not the clams. It's not the chowder, it's the potato that's in it. Look at Russell Wilson with that stiff arm. Still got the ball away. Amazing. Oh, it's 30 to 22. Wait a minute. Look at this. They're within eight points. Touchdown and a two-point conversion. The Cowboys, they got a new coach, man. They got another guy who just looks like, you know, the last time they had a coach who looked like a coach, I feel like is Bill Parcells. You know, the last couple of times, the last guy and now this new guy, they both look like they work for like a fucking, like Apple or something. You know, now that Steve Jobs has uh, gone on to the uh, next operating system (laughs) in the next life, uh, I'm going to be the person coming out here showing you the next, uh, the latest iPhone. And this iPhone is uh, going to be the reason why your, new, your last iPhone will no longer work as well. And then eventually you'll sell them back to us and then we'll take it out to the Philippines and uh, we'll resell them again. That's what we're going to do. Um, all right, let me read a little, uh, let me read a little uh, advertising here, everybody. I got a. I don't know why. I just have this great feeling they're gonna they're gonna cure this fucking COVID soon. They're gonna come up with something, you know, rapid testing something. I actually think that for once they're actually gonna try to fucking do the right thing. I really believe that. I think we're gonna stop global warming. You know, I just think we're gonna do it. I just keep saying that, and it feels good to say it because I have no power in any of this. So I'm just thinking positively. All right, butcher box, everybody. You know, when it comes to meat, quality matters. But there's no more to it. But there's more to it than texture and taste. Butcher box is better for you, better for the animal, better for the environment. Uh, my favorite cut of meat is their heritage bread pork. I love it. It's the best pork chop. I always tell you. I, I, you know, I like all of their meat. Their chicken is delicious. Their beef is delicious. And I love that it comes right to my door. Not everyone has convenient access to high-quality meat. That's what she said. Luckily, (laughs) there's a butcher box. Butcher box believes everyone deserves high-quality, humanely sourced meat. One less trip to the grocery store and a better, more affordable selection, too. 
It's the best meat shipped right to my door, which means one less trip to the grocers. You know, I hate when hunters now say that they harvested an animal. I harvested an animal. Just say you fucking killed it. Quit giving in to the vegetarians. You killed it. You shot it in the fucking head. It's dead. You're not, so you eat it. That's, that's what, that's, you know, it's how the world works. It's how Jeffrey Dahmer did it. Um, it's the best meat shipped right to my door, which means one less trip to the grocers. All meat is free. Well, how am I going to meet a divorcee? Um, all f- meat is free of antibiotics and added hormones. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat, enough for 24 individual meals. Unless you're on my 600-pound life, then it's enough for an appetizer. Uh, packed fresh and shipped frozen and vacuum sealed so it stays that way. Options like 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage pork. What happened to the breed? Bread, heritage pork, wild-caught Alaskan salmon. You don't know what they're going to do. And sugar-slash-nitrate-free bacon. It's the way meat should be. This is making me hungry right now. Um, ButcherBox is the most affordable and convenient way to get healthy, humanely raised meat. I mean, we've said this. We've said this a thousand times. The people are salivating. They want to know how to get it. Um, you're going to get the highest quality meat for six bucks a meal. They have free shipping nationwide except Alaska and Hawaii. Right now, ButcherBox is offering new members ground beef for life. That's two pounds of ground beef in every box for life, uh, for the life of their subscription. Just go to butcherbox.com slash burr. That's butcherbox.com slash burr. Two pounds of ground beef. That's fucking, that's eight quarter pounders with cheese, baby. Um, all right, my bookie, yeah, I don't fuck you doing all right. Um, I love Mondays and Sundays. You know why? Two words, NFL action. And I got to do my podcast. Uh, I love Sundays almost as much as Brady used to love Sundays in New England. Oh, my bookie, shots fired back at this cunt. Oh, they're trashing me here. But now he's in Tampa, where the only thing he's got to be excited about is that Florida sunshine. Yeah, no state taxes and the fact that I think that they won again today. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. My bookie's got this whole online betting thing figured out. You sign up, you make a deposit, and they'll match you dollar for dollar. So you got some extra cash to play with. Plus, they have all kinds of cash prizes, contests, and free bets. Tuned in, through. This is the shit right here. As long as you just gamble responsibly. Something you can afford to lose, you'll have a friggin' blast. Tune in late. Didn't place your bet in on time. Don't even sweat it because they let you bet the games live. So you can analyze the game and then make your picks. I've never heard of that in my life. It used to be that it was over, you know? Even with roulette, after the wheels start slowing down, the guy does the little magic hand across the board. It's over. These guys, these guys are crazy. Uh, my bookie. You got to check out the website because they got $100,000 super, con- uh, super contest that runs the entire NFL season. Sorry, let me shut my phone off. Um, Runs the entire NFL season. Pick five games against the spread each week. Score the most points by the end of the season, and you'll walk away with twenty-five grand, twenty-five thousand bucks. But that's not it. Every four weeks, the player with the top score wins five grand, five Gs. Everybody, my bookie is giving it away. If you trust your intuition, you can make a ton of money and have a lot of fun. Who could turn down money and fun? Uh, a religious person. Um, sign up with my bookie today and get your deposit matched all the way up to a hundred grand. Well, actually, if you're, if you're one of the priests at mega church, I don't think that you turn that down. 
I think you're making a ton of money and you're banging some of the parishioners. Uh, but in your own way, you're a rock star, right? Jesus Christ, superstar. Uh, it'll be easy, the easiest money you ever made in your life. All you got to do is claim the deposit bonus and use the promo code BURR. It's not the easiest money you ever make. Anytime you gamble on the game, you're losing your fucking mind, and that's the fun of it. Uh, winning season is finally here, and it's only at my bookie. All right, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E, promo code BURR, B-U-R-R. All right, let's get to the questions here. I'm trying to get to the questions and get through this podcast before... The kiddos come back. Um, my, uh, oh my God. My son had a blowout today. He was sitting on my lap. And he just, he just kept going and going and going and going. And then I was just like, oh my God. There's not a diaper in the world that's going to be able to hold that. You know, I'm starting to learn. I'm starting to learn as a dad. You know, I'm not standing there. I used to be when, you know, my daughter or, you know, Back in the day, a relative's baby, I'd be holding them and they'd start letting it go, you know. I'd be standing there, you know, like an idiot with the kids sitting on my lap. Like, you ever see those fucking morons who are down by the beach when one of those uh, tidal waves comes in? Is that what they call it? What the fuck is a big wave? It's a tidal wave, but there's the one that, you know, there's like an earthquake under the water and the wave is just coming and nobody can see it coming. What What do they call it? It's not a tidal wave. God damn it. It's not a typhoon. Is it a tidal wave? Giant wave. Name. Tidal wave. A tsunami. It is a tsunami. What's the difference between a tidal wave and a tsunami? Is a tidal wave like it got to the AFC championship game and then lost, but a tsunami is the Super Bowl winner? Versus tsunami. A tidal wave is by definition waves caused by ocean tides, whereas tsunami is almost always caused by an earthquake underwater. Tsunami waves are also very different from normal wind-generated waves, which many of us have observed on a local lake or a coastal beach. That's fucking fascinating. If this building shakes one more fuck, I've been living in L.A. for too long. I just keep thinking that there's a... Earthquake. It's the last house we got here. All right. Tsunami waves are very different from tidal waves. Uh, a tidal wave is by definition. Okay, I already said that. Tsunami waves are also very different from normal wind generator waves, which many of us have observed on a local lake or a coastal beach. Observers of a tsunami will, will understand these waves are more like a fast-moving tide crashing into the shoreline. Yeah, I mean, those things are terrifying. You don't even see it coming, and all of a sudden it just rises up out of the water like a fucking cobra. Uh, Normal ocean waves are caused by wind, weather, tides, and currents, where tsunamis are powered by geological force. Tsunami waves are surface gravity waves that are formed as the displaced water mass moves under the influence of gravity and radiate across the ocean like ripples on a pond. Yeah, so it's an all... all directions, 360 degrees. Regular wind waves only involve motion or upper mostly. I want to see what's the farthest a tsunami can like go and still like do damage. Tsunami average range. In other places, tsunamis have known to surge vertically as high as 100 feet, 30 meters. Most tsunamis 
caused the sea to rise more than 10 feet. The Indian Ocean tsunami caused waves as high as 30 feet in some places, according to news reports. I mean, that is fascinating. All right. How the fuck did I start talking about that? Um, All right. I got questions here to answer. The lovely Nia just popped in. How are you, sweetheart? How are you? How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm awesome. All right. Response to question about scientists getting pussy. Every email from this scientist said, no, there are no science groupies. Scientists don't get pussy. This one is saying the opposite. All right. So that's from Andrew. All right. Physicists get pussy. Hey, Bill, new listener here. In your September 14th Monday morning podcast, you were speculating about whether scientists have groupies or not. I laughed out loud because, yes, they do. All right, I want to know about this world. And do the chicks that you get, are they like, do they have like their hair up in a ponytail and they're wearing like black frame glasses? And then later on that night, you like, they let down the ponytail and you take their glasses off and you do like a makeover. And it's like, wow, wait a minute, you're actually. The best-looking girl at the fucking mall. Sorry. Every coming-to-age movie was like that. And I was surprised to learn that myself... I was, and I was surprised to learn that myself. I work at a university with a really... Well, listen, if you're fucking teaching a class, any dumb blonde's going to blow you to try to pass, right? Isn't that how it works, Nia? Um, I work at a university with a really big physicist depart, physics department. Sorry. As you can tell, I was not in that wing <laughs> in college. I don't even know if my college had a science. We didn't. We didn't have a science department. Uh, the place is populated with greasy-haired introverts who smile, smile spasmatically with half their mouths and can only maintain eye contact with you for 0.25 seconds per social encounter. There are some normal guys, too. There are even a few slick, confident guys. Um, all right, so you got the full range, but most of them are sort of introverted people that feel more comfortable looking into a, uh, down a microscope, into a microscope, whatever you say, rather than looking at another person. Uh, over the last decade, I've seen these dudes have crazy affairs. Oh, wow. Divorce and remarry, have administrative meetings called about them because of their scandalous behavior, blah, blah, blah. And the women are hot. The only difference between the world of sports and this one is that women start with master's degrees. Wow. Yes, Bill, I know what you're thinking. You don't. This is, I'm blown away. How hot are these physics groupies? Well, I'm an outsider to their world the same way you are to the groupies clamoring to get to the, the Clippers players or whoever the fuck. I can objectively state that there are many women who are hot by any straight man's standards. In that scene, in that scene, sorry. And they're all intelligent and highly educated too. Wow. Well, yeah, well, I think if you're a really smart chick, how long could you be around some fucking moron? Not saying that athletes are morons. There's another stereotype. See, people were breaking it down. What's that? I said 17 years, apparently. We haven't been together for 17 years. Almost. 16. 17 years I've been with you? Um, did Dak Prescott just throw another fucking touchdown? That Gallup guy again. There you go. Ground can't cause a fumble. He broke the plane. 
No flags in the plague. I love it. What are they looking at it over and over and again to see if he uh Is that a touchdown? Yeah, that's a that's got to be a touchdown. All right, sorry. Back to the uh scientist pussy here. Groupies. I guess the point is that if you excel at anything, there are women out there who will notice. Good genes, right? That's right. Yeah, if you're a hot chick, what are you going to fucking bang a loser? Well, my wife did. Oh, see, I beat you to the punch. And physics beauty, physical beauty is just as important to these guys as it is to any other chump, of course. So the women courting the top tier of scientists are hot. But to stick the landing, they have to be able to hold their own in a conversation, too. So basically, it's another level. Uh, I'm not in it. I'm good-looking and charming, but I don't have a shot. Well, not with that attitude. These women are interested in the physics superstars, nothing less. Sincerely, anonymous fellow who please don't mention my name so I don't lose my job. Thanks. I never would. I would never mention a name for something like that. Um... Okay, first of all, that was all very educational. And second of all, there's no reason why you can't go out and get the top-level science, scientist groupie pussy, all right? You got to think more positive, all right? Maybe you got to have a little fucking end zone dance, except my, a microscope dance after you fucking discover something. I don't know what it is. Or just hang out with the physics superstar, you know? You'll get their runoff. Still got to be like an eight, right? It's not bad. I don't know. Nia, what would you classify yourself as? What do you mean? Like one through ten. Where would you put yourself? I mean, to me, you're a ten. Yeah. You're a ten? Yeah. Well, you know what? Now you just became a nine to me. Why? You lose a point for arrogance. For confidence. It's not arrogance. It's confidence. No, it's arrogance. No, it isn't. How, what are you to say if it's arrogance or not? Who are you to say that I'm... I'm you could, you could have been humbled and said nine. You like, what the hell did I marry? Uh, listen, I you start talking about yourself in the third point person? Listen, Nia spent her whole life being humble. <laughs> now Nia's ready to tell the world how awesome she is. Well, all right, then. She's a 10 and she knows it. Um, all right. If I was an insecure person, I would have you stop listening to Beyonce. I don't like what she's filling your head up with. Or does she even do that? <laughs> She just says she's the shit, right? And then you guys are like, yeah, that's how I feel about myself. Yes. Oh, that reminds me last night. I asked people in the crowd if they felt they'd ever accomplished anything great. And all I heard was women voices going, yes, yes. So I said to this woman in the crowd, she was in her 20s, beautiful woman. I said, what have you done? She goes, I'm a head chef. And I was like, all right. I worked in a restaurant too. You weren't a head chef though. I know, but is that great? That's great. Hey, Nia, it's not going to rain tomorrow. Isn't that great? It's that kind of great. No, that requires skill. You're talking about the weather. All right. You're dumb. You're just a dumb, dumb, dumb. Why are you so dumb? Well, I'm, I, oh, I don't know. Look at you. You're so dumb. <laughs> but wait a minute. But wait a minute. But Michael Jordan's great. Uh-huh. So if I became a head chef... I can be like, hey, Michael Jordan, you know, as great as you are as a basketball player, I'm also great. Who's comparing themselves to Michael Jordan? Well, the way, the, the question I was asking, it's like, I, have you, like, greatness. 
And she was a head chef somewhere, and she was saying that she was great because of that. I disagree 100%. Why? Based on what? Based on Michael Jordan. You can't compare. Based on the greatest chefs. Based on that guy we saw. Based on that guy we saw making the fucking pasta. Jordan is like a freak of nature. No one can ever be as great as Michael Jordan. That's why people got to stop saying great. They got to stop saying they're great because they're not. Do you know what's funny about that, Nia? Is people give me shit because I say anyways instead of anyway. Anyways. That's dumb. It's ignorant, correct? Why? No. To say anyways instead of anyway? Yeah, anyways. People say anyway all the time. It doesn't mean you're dumb. What are these standards that people are holding other people to? The standards. Standards of greatness. Standards of using grammar correctly. Does everything have to become dressed down Fridays so everybody can feel like they're included? Fine, a head chef and Michael Jordan, they're both great. Jesus Christ. All right, let's just keep going. I, I give up. You know what? I am officially fucking, I don't even understand this. I don't understand the music. I don't understand what's great anymore. You're like an Everybody's a 10. You're an old cranky guy now. What happened? I don't think, I think I'm, I'm definitely old. I'm not cranky, I'm honest. I, I wasn't giving a shit about that. I, the point of the... Is that greatness? No, I mean, because if, if you were listening to the fucking bit, it was sort of a joke question. Like, have you done anything great in your life? Okay, I don't want to do the fucking bit because I need all the material I have, okay? And just fucking becoming a head chef. And they're, yeah, yeah, it's just like... I mean, Nia, I, I, I've done some things in comedy, but Richard Pryor is great. People say that you're one of the greats. I know, the people on the internet, and everybody has a fucking opinion. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, there's Richard Pryor, and there's fucking everybody else. But there's a bunch of people out there. There's middle acts. Ah, I give up. I give up. You know what? Everybody's great. Everybody's beautiful. Everybody's beautiful, like that skinny bitch used to say, who was beautiful, and everyone wanted to... F- what, what the... F- I don't understand her. She's one of, one of the hottest chicks out there at the time. And she writes that fucking song. And everybody's like, that's, that's like a fucking beautiful. You are beautiful. Everybody wants to fuck you. Was she really down on herself? No, because she was getting a lot of shit at that time. So I think it was her. No, I am. I am. Well, that's because she went from a teen idol to rolling around in the mud with her hoo-ha hanging out. She brought it on herself. That's what she was doing when she wanted to be dirty, right? She became a blue comic. I, I know it. She can do a show with me anytime. I don't give a fuck what she says. All right. Dishwasher rant. I love wash. I love when people... That reminds me of my grandmother. She used to say wash. Um, hey, old Billy, no beer gut. Man, it's all pizza and fucking M&Ms. Uh, used to be booze. I wanted to talk about your recent rant on the MM podcast that dishwashers are a fraud and don't work. Let me start by saying this is true and not true depending on the washer. All right, educate me. Because my experience with dishwashers are the only way they wash the dishes is if there's a very low, fresh level of filth on them. Like spaghetti sauce on a plate that's been sitting there for longer than 20 minutes is too much to ask for most dishwashers. Um, 
The only reason I know this is because I've worked for an appliance manufacturer for a few years. Oh, I love this person. He's, he's going to give me the Michael Jordan. He's actually going to tell me or she's going to tell me the actual great one. I look at 14. He's going to look for a flag, right? Fucking pushing off 27, you fucking cunt. All right. The only reason why I know this is because I've worked for um, appliance manufacturer for a few years. I'm an industrial designer, a cool profession. Yes, it is. Look it up. I, I mean, if you're doing something industrial and you're designing it to make it look nicer, I just I think that I think that's great, and can tell you that we basically design the functionality within dishwashers as well as their appearance. Uh, we are not engineers. I repeat, not engineers. So in a way, we are bullshit artists that so that pitch functionality based on a hunch that certain parts we design should do certain things, and with all professions. Some of us are incredibly smart and some, of, and some are not. In my opinion, these, there are certain brands that you can tell um, have a better engineer slash designer work relationship. Well, yeah, I think I understand what you're saying. It's like you want a, you want a car. Certain cars look better than other cars. Certain refrigerators are a little more sexier than other. Is that what you do? Are you the one that put the curves in a fucking Vitamixer. Um, if you and me are looking to replace your dishwasher, I highly recommend staying away from brands like Whirlpool, LG, and Maytag. <clears throat> well, what about the Maytag repairman? He was so lonely. Uh, I'm not even going to endorse my company because I haven't had enough time to make a decision on our products. But I hope this helps and confirms you are kind of correct. Well, could you... Could you let me, which, which, is, which is the dishwasher that works? Because I could Google right now best dishwashers and all those other brands you just named are going to have such a presence because they have money to hire the top nerds to make sure that they're on the first page, one of the first two or three clicks. Am I wrong about that? I don't know. Um, all right. Nia, how do you pres- pronounce F-A-U-C-I? Fauci. Fauci? Oh, I was going to say Fossey. Who's Dr. Fauci? I know that name. That's not the uh, Supreme like, Court person who just no, died. Oh, Fauci. Oh, Fauci. You got to stay in shape with a last name like that. You can't be Fat Fauci. Oh, Fat Fauci eating all the fettuccine. <laughs> fettuccine Fauci. Oh, Clam Sauce himself. It's his first name, Alfredo. Alfredo Fauci. All right. Uh, hey, Bill, I wear a mask, so don't yell at me. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm like the guy who wrote in last week. I really have a hard time believing there is no fuckery when there's video of Fauci saying wear a, wearing a mask doesn't work. It's silly. Uh, well, I think it also depends on when these people say this shit. I don't know. It seems like they were like, at first, we weren't supposed to wear a mask. Everybody had gloves on. I remember that. Um, some will say that he said that to make sure that the N95 masks that were needed for medical professionals wouldn't be hoarded. What a bunch of shit. That sounds like a bunch of shit to me. I have no idea where to get those, nor does the average American. They don't sell them at Walmart, 7-Eleven, or street vendors. Also, don't you think uh, they'd be less? there'd be less crowding in hospitals if everyone was at least wearing a bandana in February? 
which would produce less crowding and need for an N95 mask. Uh, if you do, do believe that Fauci, I don't even know who he is. Okay. I just saw a thing at one point saying that the CDC said to wear a mask, so I'm, I, I believe in it. I'm not saying I'm right, but I, I, I just look at it like this way, mask versus no mask. If I'm wrong, all you did was smell your own breath for a few months, right? Uh, if you're wrong, then this fucking thing continues and more people lose their small businesses. And I don't think anybody knows what the right answer is. So I'm just erring on the side of caution. Flying helicopters, you don't have to go out and do auto rotations. Once you get your private license, you can fly for the rest of your fucking life and never do one and just bank on the fact that your engine's never going to fail. You know, you can, you, can, you can do that and you can get away with doing that. Who knows? You know, it's not how I live my life. Um, anyway, if you do believe that Fauci said this to prevent a shortage of masks and it was the right decision, then you ex- have to accept the fact that Fauci lied to the public knowingly. I don't know anything about this, but I agree with how you're analyzing this information. How many liars do you know that only lie once? Well, there's different types of liars. Everybody lies. Honey, do you like this dress? Yes, because it gets me out of the store quicker. Just fucking buy it and let's get out of here. Do I like it? No, I don't like it. I don't like spending the money either, but I know arguing with you is not going to prevent you from buying it. So, yes, I like it. You look great. You look hot. Let's get the fuck out of here. Um, there's those kinds of lies. And then there's, uh, smoking doesn't cause cancer lies. So all depends, but everybody lies their fucking balls off, including Jesus Christ. Cause he got a hooker and there's no way he brought up, you know, if she said, Are you, aren't you the son of God? What? No, no, no. What's, what's going on? Figure we could bang out here over the water. Well, how are we gonna how are we gonna fuck in the what? No, we'll be on top of it. Okay, if forty thousand people die for every one percent increase of unemployment, give or take ten thousand, depending on the study you read, how come no one is shouting you're killing people of all ages across the country uh, the way you yell you're killing people's grandparents? Um, well, because I think if everybody just stopped wearing masks and that's the wrong answer, then that ratio is not going to remain a constant, right? If, if, if I'm understanding what you're saying here. Uh, unemployment will kill conservatively 500,000 people. Um, all right, well, where did you get that? So I'm not supposed to believe Fauci. He's a fucking liar, but I'm supposed to believe you, who is not in the business of stopping a pandemic. This is the whole thing about this And my whole thing is I listen to people with shit like this. You know what I mean? I mean, listen, I'll listen to a sports fan when he thinks about who's going to win a game. It's just a fucking game. But a pandemic, I'm not listening to regular people. And all I've been saying this is just listen to the people that do this for a living to try and stop this shit, to try and warn people. That's all I've been saying. I don't even listen to politicians. All right? I don't listen to old Joe or crazy Donnie. I don't listen to either one of these. This is these are these are our fucking choices. <laughs> old, Joe. old Joe, old Joe Biden, and crazy fucking Donald Trump. Two of the two of the oldest fucking mother. They they both look like they used to fucking host game shows. Crazy. Yeah, old or crazy. Neither one of them has all their marbles. Why don't you fucking elect both of them, and then they can fucking. Hey, what do you think? Um. 
All right, influenza, influenza is different than the flu. Um, there are many different influenza strands that go unidentified each year. There was never mass testing of these deaths to determine that perhaps half of the deaths were of the same strand. Strain. Strain. No, it said strand. They're wrong. Oh, strain. Okay. All right, Nia's saying you're wrong. Right, this would allow it to be named and branded as something that could more easily be feared. Um, all right, although this is making sense to me, it's not that COVID is a conspiracy, it's that it's being reported irresponsibly, according to you. By the way, what is your background? What is your background? That's my thing. Because if you're just a person who's just going on the internet and they're looking at clips of Fauci and then you're looking up numbers and then, ooh, what about influenza? How many people does this? And this is how you're putting together your fucking term paper. Um, There's no way to know where you got your information from. There's so many websites that are pretending to be official that aren't official. Um, I don't know. I don't know the deal. That was what was great about the library. You had fiction in the nonfiction section where the internet, everybody is saying that they're nonfiction. Um, All right, I can continue to read this, but like at the end of the day, this is just some fucking guy or woman just writing this in. So, uh, all right, if it was, and I used to feel like this type of shit, but I mean, I, but I, to go along with this, that this is like, that the smartest people in the world, the people that are, are, are scientists and the people that are running the countries around the fucking world, that they're all somehow missing the boat. But you, who do not have that position, you somehow know what's really going on. And everybody has lost a bunch of fucking money off of this thing. So everybody is fucking losing. Unless you can tell me there's this secret economy and they're trying to bankrupt all of us. Then they're going to come in and buy everything. And then I don't mean, I don't know. Anyway. And plus, how hard is it to wear a fucking mask? Everybody's being the biggest fucking baby. It's not like they're telling you to do fucking 500 squats every day. They're just saying to put on a mask. And the way that we eat, drink, smoke, fuck, none of it's healthy. Our fucking water is so goddamn polluted, you got to have bottled water that's sat in plastic containers for sometimes years. Don't fucking talk to me about this. I think this really just comes down to, is this, it's a new inconvenience that people don't want to fucking deal with. But I'll continue reading this. Uh, it was off the cup, so I won't hold you over the fire for your words. Um, um, wait a minute. For you, hold me over the fire for words. Why, don't talk to me like you just proved something. You're just a guy who went on the internet who looked up some shit. And I don't even know where you got it. You're not citing any of your fucking sources. You have one fucking link here. I mean, that goes to Wikipedia. One of them's a Wikipedia thing. Come on, man. I went on Wikipedia one time and I just wrote some horse shit on my fucking page to see how long it sat there. It sat there for like three days. Um, it was off the cuff, so I won't hold you over the fire for your words. Well, first of all, stop talking to me like that. Like you, you hold some sort of authority over me and I'm sitting here like I'm doing my six month review with you. But the sentiment was that people will be able to open their businesses again. These businesses have thousands of dollars in debt, destroyed credit and no end in sight. Not to mention 
they were forced to close their businesses indefinitely, making it almost impossible to plan ahead. A large wealth transfer that should have gone to the next generation is now going towards debt payments and banks. Yes, and who do you hold responsible for that? Let me guess, just rich people? What about all the fucking selfish assholes that didn't do what people were telling them to do? People in power were telling them to do, and they immediately were saying that the world is flat, and this is all a fucking conspiracy. You can't always blame the, 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 the top 1%. All right, we're all selfish cunts. Just some of us are smart enough to learn how to build a global business. All right. There are so many factors that have created a war on many fronts. Um, So-and-so put out a video where he simply questioned, if masks work and standing six feet apart works, why is everything still shut down? Well, because people aren't wearing the masks. (laughs) If people would play ball... I don't know. Anyway, the protests caused spikes in major cities where businesses weren't allowed to open. Also, irresponsible leadership. Well, right there, you just back down that thing. You just give this quote where you say, well, if it works, then why isn't it shut down? Well, protesters weren't wearing masks. Regular people aren't wearing masks. People a few blocks over on the beach here are not wearing masks. They're just not wearing them. Kids are having fucking parties. That's why. And then people catch it, and then they fucking go to work. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Also, irresponsible leadership. And they're saying that standing six feet apart in mass is the best way to stop this spread. They're not saying it's 100% guaranteed. So when you combine that with the fact that people are doing whatever the fuck it is they want to do, evidently, then you're going to bring them to work. And, you know, I feel that standing six feet apart wearing masks is probably the safest thing you can do. But I don't want to do it standing across from someone that went to a fucking rave where no one was wearing a mask. You know, this is just this fucking thing. You can literally tell somebody that the sky is fucking blue and somebody is just going to argue the other side because they just don't want to fuck, they just don't want to hear somebody telling them what to do. Um, and I am the king of that. I am the king of not wanting people telling me what the fuck to do. And I am for once just trying to listen to what people in power are telling me to do because... Um, I've been on social media, and I think people are out of their minds. That's just my opinion. Um, Also, irresponsible leadership. Um, Let them protest and let them and let them open. We're at yeah, that's yeah. They opened up states early. Every fucking state that opened early, then then they then had a spike. We're at a point where we we're expected to deny logic and fall in line with one of two major opinions. Uh, well, they also politicized it. CNN and Fox politicized the thing. It's, I mean, it's a shit show. Sir. And I'll tell you, or ma'am, I'm not going to fucking argue with you. If you think I'm full of shit and that, I, that listening to scientists rather than politicians or news media outlets and all that type of shit is stupid, then, you know, do, it, do whatever the fuck you want to do. I, I, don't, I, I don't give a shit. Whatever. I, I don't care. Don't wear a mask. I don't give a shit. Go out there. Go breathe on people. Go lick a fucking pole. I don't care. Um, all right. Black voter. Dear Bill and Burr, I am a black voter. Uh, that's going to be a new next Netflix series, Black Voter. Um, legitimate question for you this morning. Can you please explain to me why liberals like yourself cannot deem Joe Biden a racist as succinctly as you do Donald Trump? All right, and I'm not reading the rest of this. Okay, I'm just not reading this. First of all, I'm not a Joe Biden guy. 
second of all, uh, how do I know you're black? How do I know you vote? How do I know who you are? Um, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. But send, send me, send, person, okay? Something like this. I'm not fucking reading this. Just send a video, read this question, all right? Read this fucking question, all right? Read it word for fucking word like it is here so I know it's you and then I will read this thing all day. But I am not getting involved in this politics shit where someone's saying like, Obama's the worst president ever and I'm a Democrat or Donald Trump is just a fucking moron and I'm a Republican. Like, you know, that stupid gaslighting fucking horse shit. I'm not, I'm not reading that shit. All right. Um, I fucking hate Joe Biden. I fucking hate Donald Trump. I hate that these two old fucking shitheads are my only two choices, okay? I hate it, all right? I like Bernie Sanders. That's who I liked. I think a lot of people on the left like Bernie Sanders, and the Democrats will not give him to me or anybody else because they want a company man in there that's going to protect the oil companies and keep the wars going. And that's why everybody, Republicans and Democrats, don't like fucking Donald Trump because he's a fucking wild card and they don't know what he's going to do, which is what was the appealing thing about the guy. All right. But now that he's been there, I don't know. I compare him to like Jeff George. He has an amazing arm, but he's a fucking locker room cancer. Um, all right. Black voter. All right. That was actually insulting to Jeff George because he had a better arm than fucking this guy makes a speech. Just my opinion. All right. Black voter. Uh, all right. Did this one. Okay. Lady, lady listener. All right, Dr. Dre's divorce. <laughs> now, do I need you to send in a video? Um, lady listener here, did you see that rapper and producer Dr. Dre is getting divorced from his wife of around 20 years? Yes, I heard about this. In California, no fault state. It's going to cost some money. Uh, this past week, she filed saying she owns his name and half of his hit, al- his hit album. Chronic 2000, which he produced and rapped on around the time they were married. Well, that's probably how it's going to go down in court. Owns his name? I don't know about his name. Now newspapers and online sources are spinning it as if it's okay that this man's career that started in the 80s should be split completely in half. She wants to own half of his identity that he already had. Also, two weeks ago, she filed asking for $2 million a month in spousal support. All of his children, two with his current wife, three with previous wife, are adults, so no child support. Would love to hear your thoughts. Link posted below. Um, Well, first of all, it's a negotiation. So my experience in business is that the first ask is they ask for the entire solar system. And if you're dumb enough to give it to them, then, you know, you lose. So Dr. Dre is not going to be dumb enough to be like, okay, to any of this shit. So what she's asking for, she, she'll be happy if she, gets, if she gets one third of what the fuck she's asking for, she'll be good. So that, that's how the game is played. Um, there's no divorce attorney that's going to say that what she's asking for is a dumb strategy. It's a great strategy. It's just, it's a business thing. You just go in and if the guy's worth a billion dollars, you, you just say, Hey, you know, I, I feel like I'm worth 750 million of that billion dollars. 
And everybody's like, oh, what the fuck, blah, blah. But then they're going to settle out of court for 200 million. She's still going to get 200 million. So um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but I'm, I've left all of that shit behind as far as just trashing, you know, women and all that fucking crap. You know what the fuck it is that they do. They know what the fuck it is that we do. So you got to have your head on a fucking swivel. And that's the deal. And when it comes to when you're getting divorced and you have a bunch of money, the person with less money is always going to ask for a fucking zillion dollars. Because I know a couple of fucking females in this business whose husbands weren't making any money. And guess what the fuck they did? They asked for a lot. They asked for fucking spousal support. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even say without laughing. All right. I'll tell you right now, I, I got too much fucking pride. I got too much fucking pride to fucking ever, ever have another adult pay for my, uh, my life. But, you know, unfortunately, the way things are set up, you know, there's a lot of women who are institutionalized. As much as they're walking around talking shit that they're warriors and they're brave and they're living their best life. At the end of the day, you know, they don't have any problem doing shit like this taking the fucking easy way out. So, I mean, uh, good luck to Dr. Dre. I mean, I think, look, whatever she asked for, he can afford to give her, and he's still going to be living a great life. And uh, it's, oh, it's been ridiculous, male or female, when shit like this goes down, all right? But I don't know. As things get more progressive and fair, I think that you're going to see more guys doing this, which is great for guys, because if guys start doing it, then the law will be changed because it's affecting women. <laughs> all right, that's my last ignorant thing. Hey, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, all right? Vote for Trump, vote for Biden, I don't give a fuck, all right? I'm just trying to tell jokes here. I don't want to be political or whatever. And you guys are not going to convince me to not wear a fucking mask, and I'm not going to convince you to wear a mask. So let's just agree to disagree, and let's just get back to being fucking silly again, all right? Go fuck yourselves, and I'll check in on you on Thursday.